Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a two, um, Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, Robbie. If Brupolo was in Moselle, that would be a little weird. We were we were, we were there down by Moselle, yeah, yesterday. And I, we it, it, it stuck in my head, so I was like, "We're going to use it today." Had to, yeah. Wherever you are in our great state, from South Haven to Biloxi, from Vicksburg to Meridian, wherever you are, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. With a quick trip to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com, order it to be shipped right to your door. Whatever kind of coffee machine sits on your front counter, they got you covered at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise you're looking for. Guys, we are just, you know, a month away from the start of college football. It is time to upgrade the wardrobe. Mississippi State's upgraded their wardrobe. They they they're looking sharp. It's time for you to do the same. Ditch the banner M and grab you a brand new state script polo from our friends at College Corner. Two locations in the Jackson area to serve you. Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell, or you can always shop online, collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starville's flagship restaurant, be it lunch, dinner, or Sunday brunch, the best meal in town is at Restaurant Tyler. When you want to do a a lunch in in the state of Mississippi and you're thinking about a blue plate, you're thinking about Restaurant Tyler. It's the best in town. Great selections of meat and their vegetables and the best cornbread around, the sweet potato cornbread. Everybody loves it, including this guy who doesn't like cornbread. So that's all you need to know. Head there for lunch today, Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi ready to serve you. When you open an account with Priority One Bank, you're doing yourself a great service because when a financial decision has to be made and you have to talk to people, do you want to talk to people you don't know or talk to people you do know? Feels like that's a pretty easy question. The people in Priority One Bank are the people in your community. They go to church with you. They eat lunch with you. Their kids go to your schools with you. So they are the people that you want to have on your back when it's time to make a decision about a loan, not some corporate board who's full of folks you've never heard of. It's a really simple proposition. Priority One Bank makes it really easy. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. It is Rumblings Day here on the podcast, and there should be some good questions here. Let's just jump right in to my good friend Brian McDuff with the first question today. I uh, said Jacob Hester brought up Will Rogers back to the defense. That was a very interesting point. If you, if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to that interview I did with Jacob Hester at SEC Media Days. He talked about how not only being under center some, but now you have you're doing play action, you're turning around versus in the air raid, you're always keeping the defense in front of you. 
So, so McDuff asks us, what do you think is more impactful, a QB that has lots of experience reading defenses with his back to the defense, or playmaking running backs that have their back to the defense and will now be facing them? That is one thing I feel like we're going to see a lot less of is that check down to the receiver who's already turned around, the, the running back who's turned around and has gotten out of the play. Now you're going to see guys getting hit in stride a little bit more. So to answer McDuff's question, from my point of view, I would say the running backs is, is a bigger deal. Yeah. Could be. I, I just don't I'm not all that concerned with Will Rogers yeah. being under center and you know, the play action aspect and everything. I don't think Will Rogers is gonna be under center all that much. I I think people Maybe like twenty percent, twenty five at the most. I, I think people are making this offense to be something it is something isn't. it's not. Yeah. I I don't understand where that came from. But yeah, I mean that's I, I think he's perfectly capable of Running an offense under center. I'm not about it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I agree with you with that. Uh, let's go here. Brick Thomas, best school memory from your senior year in high school. Oh, uh, my mine would be football related. Probably winning the district my senior year. Okay. Um, hmm. Probably you know that was when I started like you know ha- hanging out with my friends. You know, on the weekends and stuff, spending you know extra time with those guys and staying out until you know four a.m. You know, people always said it whenever we first graduated. Your most of your classmates they're not going to be some of your best friends whenever you leave high school. That that was kind of true for me like the best moments of my life were college mm-hmm. high school i always thought that was the greatest time of my life mm-hmm. when i was there but looking back i just don't remember a whole lot of like great moments in high school you know it just was not so you're a big loser is what you're telling me no i'm not a loser but it was just <laughs> like it was just you know i was ready to get to I do something you. else i got you what's the best episode of the office I feel like we've been asked this before. I'm sure we have. It's like there's two kinds of episodes, right? There's the one that's the best because it's the funniest. Yeah. And then there's the best because it's the cringiest. Mm-hmm. The best because it's the cringiest is Scott's Tots. Yes. That's it's, it's, it's Scott's Tots and then health insurance are my top two there. Or whenever they hosted everybody at their apartment and... Oh, oh, the dinner party. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That, that those, was, are, those are those. That was yeah. cringy. I'm trying to think there's one that just like makes me laugh, though. Um, gosh, I love the one. I love uh, Casino Night. I think that's a funny one. <laughs> yeah, that's a funny one. Um, uh, uh, not not sensitivity training. Uh, the one where like they 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 go down to the warehouse and Michael is making a big deal out of all this and Daryl's like, you can't touch anything. I can't like safety training. And or, yeah. or they go, they buy the bouncy house and Mike's gonna jump off the bridge. Jump off the, the building and try to ch- pretend to kill himself. Yeah. That's a funny one to me. Those are good. All right, this question, Brick, I don't think it, you got where you were trying to get to on this question. I don't think you made it. Would you rather live on a pontoon boat and never be able to leave it unless you're in the water, and so you would have to get wet, or live in a hotel room? I'd rather live in a hotel room, Brick. Brick. I don't, I don't understand. Why would I want to live on a boat? With, <laughs> it's a pontoon boat, too. It's not like a houseboat. Yeah, if you gave like, me if you gave me like a you know a yacht, yeah, 
But it's a pontoon. Like I just, uh, it doesn't say anything that I can't leave the hotel room either. So I can just I live in a. I have basically what you're telling me is I have a one room apartment. I got no problem with that. Yeah, you know I'm. Yeah, I'm good with hotel. So rooms. brick, I don't think that question got where you were trying to go. I think he, I think he was trying to add something and it got cut off. So, all right, Rob Hadaway with some questions here. Of the 98, 99, and 2000 defense football teams, who had the best offense, the best defense, and the best overall team? It's kind of funny you ask. 99. 99 had the best defense, by far. Yeah, I think 99 had the best team. Well, I'm going to tell, tell you. 2000 had the best offense. Mm-hmm. They, could, they could move the football. 98 might have been the best overall team. They won the West, but they could move the football a good bit. They had J.J. Johnson, but defensively they were also very, very good. They forced a lot of turnovers that year too, so they might have been the best overall team. They went, went like eight and f- eight, nine and four, eight and four. They were eight and five, but two of those losses were the last two games of the season. They lose the number one team in the nation, Tennessee, who won the national title, and they lost the Cotton Bowl to Texas in Ricky Williams' last game. I mean, they didn't have a lot of chance. Well, got smoked. Yeah, I, I thought I didn't think the offense was very good. Oh, it was good enough. I didn't, I didn't think Let me it was see great. Here. Let me see. Let me see how many points they scored per game. I feel like 99 was a better team. 99 offense was awful. I feel like the team was a better team. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I get what you're saying. I disagree with you. Let me see what the 99, 98 Well, team. the record doesn't. Well, you're right. But, I mean, so 98, they have, they scored 100 points total more in 98 than they scored in 99. Yeah. Like, the most points, they scored... F- uh, 35 divided by... They scored almost 30 points a game in 98, and they scored about 22 points a game in 94, 99. So, but it's fine. If, you know, we just disagree. It's okay. I think that, I've, I've said for a while I think that was a better so, team. Yeah, it's fine. Idiot. But what? I mean, idiot? What? No, I didn't do that. Not at all. I'll slap... I'll come, I'll come over this computer right now and Holy slap crap, you in the face. Robbie! I'll slap you. Don't slap me. All right. What do you think Zach Morris and A.C. Slater think about Jim Harbaugh getting in trouble over hamburgers? How would Mr. Belding adjudicate this case? I think it would be detention for everybody. Yeah, Jim Har- Harbaugh was on say by the bell. Yes, yes, that's the joke. I know. Um, yeah, he would be in trouble. There'd be detention for everybody. I mean, and I, I bet Jim Harbaugh wouldn't be allowed to come back to Bayside High. I'll see you in detention, young man. There you go. Rob Hadaway, the Rick Rude theme song bumper music on Monday made me wonder, can the saxophone ever make a comeback? Feels like that instrument was completely played out in the 90s by Kenny G. If you hear a sax now on anything, it feels so out of place. First off, Rob, that was Val Venus's music, not Rick Rude's. Rob Hadaway said that? Can you believe that, of all people? Wow. Come on, Rob. Secondly, the sa- that's why with Elijah McNamee's uh, walkout music was so iconic, because who uses a saxophone anymore? Right. That's like, like um, first time I heard it, I was like, oh my God, that's, look at, listen to that saxophone. That is rocking. I love a sax. But now, now yeah, he, like, he used to, like everybody had a saxophone player. Huey Lewis in the news, Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band. Everybody had a saxophone player in the 80s. And then Kenny G came out with that little flat, like, clarinet-looking saxophone. Yeah. And then that was it for saxophones. Wasn't cool anymore. No. Nah. And his hair was kind of like, his hair kind of pissed you off. Yeah. Kenny G ruined it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Travis McCain asks us, what is Josh Hubbard's ceiling this season? Evidently, it's Chris Jackson. Somebody on Gene's page said he could be the next Chris Jackson. Let's just pump the brakes just a touch, shall we? 
before we said this guy who scored 15 points a game against the Portuguese All-Stars is going to be, I don't know, the second greatest shooter in the history of the conference. Let's calm down. His ceiling is he can be good. I think he's going to help Very a lot. good. He I can, think yeah. him and Andrew Taylor and you know Trey Fort and Jaquan Scott, I think you've gotten some guys that can – that can uh, go offensively. Yeah, I agree. Adrian Myers is going to be a, a surprise. Yeah, I, I think that this is going to be a significantly better offense. That's kind of frightening. It is. Also, Travis just bought a house for the first time. Any advice? Yeah, never move. Congratulations. Travis. Unless you have more kids than you have room, stay in that house as long as you can. Um, my advice would be: I'm not a banker or anything, but when when the rates start going down refinance that sucker because right now the the interest rate is just insane i hadn't looked at it lately but i just built a house and as soon as i see those rates starting to drop i'm probably going to refinance because it is um it's kind of sad where it is right now but yeah man uh just i mean enjoy it it's a it's a fulfilling like thing to to buy a house even though you know we always say like well i own a house well no we we actually don't own it we're we're paying it off but but you you have that feeling of you know i i've done a big boy thing here mm. i've bought a house yeah even though we're even though we don't actually own it it's it's cool to have so yeah enjoy it Mike Rushing wants care of it. Mike Rushing has an over under for us three and a half years remaining in Nick Saban's coaching career. So that would say so I, if I said, Will Nick Saban be coaching in twenty twenty seven? What do you say? I don't think so. Out by twenty twenty seven. That would be good news for the world. I think he's in his final years. You think he's what, two more years? This year and next year? It really depends on where they're trending. If it depends get, on this year. If they go, if they go that, ten and two again, he might start thinking it's time to get out. And he might be like, you know, I don't want to deal with this nil transfer yeah. portal crap. Yeah. This is very this true. Is not you know, the, the, some of these coaches are getting out because they don't want to deal with it. Very you know? true. Very true. Uh, Steve Mormon, can the kid we signed from Purdue be a starter for us on SEC baseball weekends? Yeah, probably be a Saturday Sunday guy. I don't think he's a Friday guy. But yeah, I mean that's that's what you recruited. Here's the thing: somebody's got to start at yeah. this point. You got to find three guys. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody that they've the, the two guys they signed. I don't think they're they are um, Friday night guys. Yeah, but you know, hopefully, you got some guys that can really pitch it well on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Uh, also asked, how many receipts have we saved from preseason picks for football this year? Nah, no more than usual. I mean, it's the same thing every year. Same thing every year. Yeah. So my receipts will start coming in when Ole Miss fans, you know, if they start out three and zero, that's when they'll they'll start. Right. Uh, Anthony Palacini, can we get a look ahead at some of the twenty twenty five prospects for the state of Mississippi on a TNL episode soon? Of course, the big fish is Cunningham, but several top two hundred guys per twenty four seven. Just any insight as to the legacy guys or early leans for anyone's? Enjoy the content. So the question is, can we get a look ahead at some point? Sure. That's an easy question to answer. But not today. Not today, no. Although today, as we're recording, is the first day for 2025 contact, unlimited contact. So you're seeing those guys getting stuff today. Joseph Dudgeon asks us, what about Pico Khan next season? I thought he looked good as a freshman when he got hurt. 
well, I think he his t, Tommy John was probably late enough in the process. I, I wouldn't expect much from him next year. Yes, yeah, some people that I've talked to are optimistic that he could get really? back early. Yeah, I don't I don't really know the extent. I've always kind of like that, the Hunter Elliott thing. People, Ole Miss fans, are optimistic he'll be pitching next year. Yeah, I doubt it. But um, you know, I I've always heard there's you know different. It's, you know, some surgeries are more extensive than others. Some somehow. Mm-hmm. I've always thought that you know you tear UCL, you tear UCL, but I don't, I don't think that's that simple. I think you know some of them are a little more extensive. I think Stone Simmons was like that. His was worse than uh, thought. And maybe Pico's is not as bad. So I think there is some optimism there. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's good news. That's good news. Also yeah. from Joseph, can y'all power rank the SEC basketball teams? No. We, I'll just go ahead and tell you that I can't. No, I don't know. I don't know enough about, about them. Right about them. Now. I just don't. I don't even know who would be number one. Tennessee, I mean, probably. Or Alabama. Alabama brings Sears back. They brought in a big-time transfer who's a big scorer to replace Miller. Lost a couple of good guys. They, I mean, they lost Miller, but they're up there. Uh, Kentucky is going to have – I mean, the Kentucky's all, all new guys, so I don't know what to make of them. Tennessee's going to be good. Auburn should be good this year. State should be good. It's going to be Kentucky's center. They they just got a guy yesterday, uh, uh international kid, some Serb. I think he's Serbian. We need to talk to Stefan about what's going on. The Serbs are starting to take over. They're taking the, over the world. Yeah. Uh, Ford Polk, how long does it take you to pick the outro music? About thirty seconds. Just go through what I have and go like, ah, I haven't used Oscar in a while. Let's go with her. <laughs> Should we bring back the varsity versus alums game? No. That's uh, no. There's too, there's too many things that can happen there. I mean, an alumni liability. game would be fun. Yeah. But the that including needs to be the players. Touch, though. It needs to not be tackled. Yeah, including the players. I don't Yeah. For baseball and basketball, I think it would be really fun. Mm-hmm. There's probably less risk of injury for those sports. But as far as, you know, the players competing in that, I don't know if that would be a good idea. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, where is it? Fort Polk. Should aisles in the store be treated like a road where you walk on the right side? Yes. Yes. You're, if you're going, if you're going, if, let's say the store to the north and south. If you're going south, you need to be in the, the left lane at all times. Should they have a stripe down the middle of the... They should. They okay. should. Well... I agree. Uh, let's see here. It's not a rumblings question. I just wanted to do this, though, but this guy, Adam Clayton. So what's the news, Brian Haydad? What? And what What are we talking about? Well, he just would so like we got. That. I got this last night, and I, I honestly thought I'd missed something. It's like, did somebody commit? What happened? And I started looking at Twitter. I'm like, nothing. He wants to know what's going on. Not much, man. What's new with you? Uh, dog for life. Broken Fairchild. What toy from your childhood that you never got? Would you want to go back in time and buy for yourself? This is an easy one for me. I'll let you go first. Huh? Is yours going to be Teddy Ruxpin? How dare you? No, it's not. <laughs> um, hmm. Maybe like a uh, Sega Genesis. I never had a never Sega had a Sega Genesis. Genesis? Uh-huh. Oh, I had one. Yeah. My cousin had the Sega Genesis, so I would go to his house and play Sega Genesis, and he had the he had some fun games. He had. Um, you know, like NCAA football and uh, yeah. NFL. I guess. Well, I guess it was Madden. 
back then. Mm-hmm. Um, he had you know old wrestling games. Like I really enjoyed playing his Sega Genesis. Yeah, that'd probably be mine. Okay, mine would be the GI Joe aircraft carrier. Oh yeah, I never never didn't have that. I think at one point I lived in a, uh, an apartment that it would have been too big for my room. Like I couldn't have had it in my room because it wouldn't have fit. It was huge. It was massive. You ever seen it? Uh-huh. Oh, I'll show you a picture of it. It's incredible. Like, do you remember the GI Joe planes, the Sky Striker? The, like yeah. their you could fit three of them on the thing. Wow. It, was, it was a real aircraft carrier, basically. I'm sure parents absolutely. Oh uh, that. yeah, that's why I never got one. So, uh, also from Brogan, would you rather be a famous athlete, actor, or musician? I feel like everybody picks athlete. Uh, musician. Definitely. Musician for you. Definitely. Yeah. It's it's one it's of the three it's. The only thing that I could remotely possibly do. Oh, I, well, I mean, I'm looking at it in terms and, of I just automatically am this thing. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's something that I would that I feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know I know what you're saying. Like, yeah. we would be given the right, right, ability right. Given to do the that. skills. Yeah, athlete. I don't want to deal with the possibility of having to have injuries okay. and all that stuff. I hear you. As a musician, yeah. I could be a musician until I'm 80 mm-hmm. years old. Well, same with an actor. You just don't want to be an actor. No, I did not want to be. An I actor. would be I, if I were if I wasn't going to pick athlete. I would uh, my my rankings would go athlete, actor, musician. Okay. So I have never been a musician. So you, you said about being comfortable. I would be uncomfortable. I don't know how to play any instruments. I can't really sing. Well, like you said, I mean, I can act. You would automatically bit. know how to do all that. I stuff. guess. Yeah, I'd be a great. I'm I'm, I'm I'm a decent actor now. For example, you think we're friends? We are not. Wow. Yeah. See, all this time you thought. I was just you. You thought that acting. Finally, <laughs> finally, it comes out. All right, let's do one more, and then we'll uh, we'll go to the break here. Uh, from TJ Hand. No, I'm sorry. From Jay in Baltimore. Just caught the classic Office episode featuring Prison Mike. That is another good one. Rank bad to worst these unfortunate aspects of prison life: the culinary horror, cramped living quarters, mundane daily regimen. Uh, extremely loud environment, limited entertainment. Uh, two things. First off, I really want to go, the Dementors were the worst part. <laughs> but I also want to make the Norm McDonald joke. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. Okay, well, then I'm, I'm not going to make it. Right, somewhere, though, Ryan Nelson just left. Uh, I would go to cramped living quarters. It's probably first. Like, you're just, you're just in there with a bunch of people. Like, yeah. You know. Um, I would love a mundane daily regiment, though. <laughs> Just feel right. like I just do the same thing every day. It's what is that? That's what my life is anyway. Um, that would probably last. Yeah, limited entertainment. I mean, yeah, that would that would that would be up there. But I I would have like you know, I'd probably really get into reading. Okay, yeah, that's a good call. Reading and like pull ups and push ups. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. So let's go. Let's do and, it like and this. Digging into the wall like Shawshank Redemption right. to find it to find my so, way out. Worst from worst to best, cramped living quarters. Limited entertainment, culinary horror, extremely loud environment, mundane rate regimen. Sounds good. All right, then. All right. The rest of the show is brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. Whenever you're cooking out this summer, make sure to throw some beef on the grill. Everybody will be happy. Nobody's going coming to the cookout and finding out you're cooking steak and saying, ah, not interested. Nope, they're showing up. They're showing up early. They're going to help you do whatever you got to do so they can get the best cut. Burgers and steaks, great, but hey, go big. Brisket and tri-tip, 
By the way, this new barbecue restaurant in town that, that's opening up today, they mm-hmm. have tri-tip on the menu. I'm going to be trying that. Yeah. I love tri-tip. So, beef. It's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends of the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. Guys, you know by now. All right, Two Brothers is a local institution. You all know it. You all love it. When you're here this this summer or you're here this fall for football, you know you're going to be making a trip over to Two Brothers. And don't forget, and we'll have more information, but if you're going to want to tailgate before the games, Two Brothers runs a great catering business. They're happy to set up, help you set up a great tailgate with the barbecue and a lot, lot more. Smoked Southern Soul Food, that's what you find at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Excuse me. Great products, great service. Every business promises it to you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they have for 48 years. You can't stay open unless you're taking care of your customers. That's how they do it at Advantage Business Systems. When you need uh, technology for your business, you call Advantage Business Systems. And then if you need service, you call back the same people who sold you the product. No 1-800 number, no call center, no out-of-state technicians, just Mississippi people helping Mississippi people. 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. When it's hot outside, you need to cool off. Treat yourself to Dolce, 509 University Drive. A lot more than just those sweet treats under that roof, though. They've got a great breakfast going on there, 7.30 a.m., Tuesday through Saturday. Bagels, breakfast sandwiches, and some of the best coffee in town. For lunch, they have a great selection of artisanal grilled cheeses. But then in the afternoon, hey, treat yourself to some gelato or one of their awesome milkshakes. It's all right there for you at Dolce, 509 University Drive. The Rogue and their collegiate collection. Again, guys, we've got to step up our game this football season. The state script is taking over. Be a part of that with a new polo from The Rogue. They've got the state script, maroon, white. Those polos are flying off the shelf. Get yours today at The Rogue in Jackson, or you can shop online at therogue.com. Check out the entire collegiate collection. It's great shirts, great apparel at name brands, and great name brands with fantastic prices. Don't live the three-stripe life, guys. Shop at The Rogue. I can't wait to tell you the Norm McDonald joke, by the way. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm I can't eagerly tell, anticipating I can't tell this. it on the air. Uh, TJ Hand, would you take 100? So he's basically, have you heard the snail conundrum? Have you ever heard this thing? No. So he, he leaves out some important details, right? He says there's a, you get $100 million, but there's a snail chasing you the rest of your life. It always knows where you are. It cannot be killed. If it touches you, you're dead. The issue is, what he leaves out is that you are also immortal in this. Well, how is that possible if it touches you? That's dead? the only way you can be killed, is the snail. Oh. So, like the hundred million is nothing compared to immortality, right? So all you got, you got to invest that in ways of keeping the snail away from you, like shooting it into the sun or something. Well... Is could a fortress keep it away? Well, that's why you got to figure you got to figure those things out. It, I, I would not. I would prefer to not have the the snail on the planet. Yeah. And if I got a hundred million, basically what I'm going to do is the first like five years I'm going to invest that hundred million and get it up to close to a billion as I can, and then start spending money. But like spend money on security, like you know, hey, no snail. And then eventually yeah, we we're going to build, like, build some way of, of finding the snail and getting it, and it's, it's I, out. I have, I've, I have people that yeah. protect me from the snail. Yeah. Like I, I sleep surrounded by salt. 
Yes. Yeah. Stuff like that. That actually would act, that would probably be a good idea. Yeah. But the snail like is on, awesome. Like on uh, Supernatural, the the show Supernatural, they yeah. used to put salt salt on the door to demons keep the demons out. out. Yeah, that's exactly. Put correct. it there, you're good. Yeah. You don't even have to invest a hundred million. Well, but it does say the snake can't be killed or the snail can't be killed. So maybe yeah, it just, but it's gonna, it might keep it away. I don't know. I don't know the answer. But I'm deaf down. What I t- so my question is, would I take it? I don't know if I really want to be immortal. This would be like this would be like uh, you know. The chicken in um, on Family Guy when the yeah. chicken just keeps coming after Peter. Yeah, yeah. That's basically what we're dealing with. Yeah, here. exactly. Uh, Caleb Ross, I'm 0-3 on Egg Bowls I have attended. 14, 15, 17. Should I roll the dice and go get? Absolutely not, Caleb. You're not allowed. Never come back to an Egg Bowl. Never under any circumstances. We're going to invest that $100 million in yeah. keeping you out Yeah, the you're egg the bowl. snail, Caleb. Stay out. Uh, once... I ordered a German chocolate cake once at a restaurant, and the waitress brought to my attention that it has coconut in it. I told her I knew this. She brought the cake, and it was German chocolate icing on white cake. Have you had a moment like this? That's awful. What? Who wants a German chocolate cake? The the German icing isn't what makes it chocolate. The cake is chocolate. Yeah, that was not a German chocolate cake. You had a coconut cake. Yes. You ate coconut cake. With chocolate icing on it. Well, German chocolate icing is like caramel. That's it's like true. a caramel frosting with coconut in it. Yeah, that's that. You didn't there, have anything there was no German. There was no that. chocolate whatsoever, Caleb. You got screwed, my man. Um, try to listen pull, to try this. To I, want, over I, want, I want you to listen. I want the people of Starkville to listen to this question. I currently see the Hampton Inn Starkville listed for the Southeast Louisiana and Arizona games. Around thirteen hundred per weekend, two Good nights required. God. That's over ten thousand dollars for a full eight games. What would your advice to MSU fans be about Starville hotel costs? Don't stay. Yeah, just come up. Either find an Airbnb in Columbus. Or There's Westwood. Airbnbs in Starville that are they're ridiculous cheaper. too, but they're also they're they're much cheaper, but they're still high. But you can't pay that. I mean. This price gouging that's going on, I, I get it. Supply yeah. and demand and all that stuff. The Hampton Inn, by the way, is not exactly five-star living. I mean, no. that's an old hotel. It's been there for well, like 30 years. They've renovated it, but still, I mean, that's not... Yeah. Hilton Garden Inn, $400 a night. I mean, that's t- ten grand. Just, you know... Now, I mean, the good thing is, like, you know, with, like, LSU, right? That's an 11 a.m. game. So if you live in Jackson, you can drive home after the game. The the Southeast Louisiana game is a 3 p.m. game, right? That game would be over by 6. You can get home at a reasonable time. Arizona's a night game. That might be one you have to stay. Yeah. But it's tough. It's tough. This the with this price gouging that's going on with hotels, yeah. the hotels master. The hotels need to be kind of brought to heel somehow. Like the university has to be like, you guys are making it harder for people to come to games. Yeah. We gotta figure something people. out. So I don't know what it I mean, is. This is a, I mean, think about the tickets. They gotta pay for tickets, they gotta pay for food. Mm-hmm. Then they got to pay for the hotel. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's a you're you're spending thousands of dollars just to go see a football game. Yeah. Who wants to do that? Nobody. Uh, let's see here. Caleb Ross again. Caleb has like five questions. Caleb, I'll give you one more question. Let me see which one do I like the best. Let, let, let him, now, five let questions go. is too many. Let him go. No, we're only gonna do one more. He's Please. excited. I get it. Let's uh, let's do here. I like this one. What is more likely to happen? We either beat LSU or Bama at home or win three out of the four road games. I'll be honest. I think it's three out of the four road games. Really? 
Yeah, if you told me that Over they LSU or if you told me that they beat South Carolina, Auburn, and Arkansas, I think that's more likely than beating LSU. It's definitely more likely than beating Alabama, but LSU too, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's we've talked about those games being toss ups yeah. for Mississippi State, so those games to me are more winnable. Yeah, uh, especially yeah. over Bama. Yeah, but you know, I I think the LSU game's winnable too. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Zachary Cooey, who is the worst movie character, Old Rose or Jenny? This is one of those things where people are like, "Hey, I guess these two guys have the same interests as me." Who is Old Rose? I'm going to yeah. assume is Jenny. You talking about the Titanic. Maybe. I've never seen Titanic. I'm assuming Jenny is Jenny from Forrest Gump. Yeah. So is think, Ro- is that was that her name? Rose? Rose was was it Kate Blanchett? Who's the who No, her? Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet, yeah. yeah. Rose was that character who was the love interest of Leonardo okay. DiCaprio. And is that who we're talking about here, you think? I guess. I don't know. Exactly. I'm I mean, how hard would it have been to tell us the movie? So she is the she's the woman in the gif that says it's been and 84 years. years. That's her. And she, like, drops that diamond yeah. necklace into the water, and she's like, whoops. It's like $30,000 necklace. Just threw it into the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's who he's talking about. I'm I'm not sure. So who's worse, in your opinion? Obviously, you've seen both movies. I've only seen Forrest Gump. I was always annoyed by Jenny. Jenny? You know, he's you got a st- nice, steady... This man has, has made a good living. Yeah. He, he wants he really, to make you his wife. He really cares about you. You're, you keep going with these idiots. You know, the guy that was she, in the Black Panther bit of a, Party. Bit of a skank. A, just a little bit. Yeah. He tried to save her from these uh, the men that were trying to see her naked yeah. while she's playing guitar. She didn't want him to do that. Like what? Like you you didn't want these people to touch you, but this guy's trying to save you and you get mad at him. So yeah. that was annoying. Yeah, I agree. This this is probably not even the the people that he's, yeah, he's talking probably talking about, about somebody else, yeah. Probably uh, about, he's probably talking about something like totally obscure. Double yeah. A, the enforcer, Andy Atkinson asks us. In NCA fourteen, there is an option in Dynasty mode for custom conferences. Do you think the developers of the new game are at the point of including a note? We couldn't keep up. It's a blank slate. Set up your own conference. It's going to be interesting. That game comes out and the conferences aren't right. That game's going to be wild. The transfer portal, yeah, NIL, like uh, instead of like, do you want to? Would you would you like to promise this guy playing time? Your one. It's going to be. Would you, would you like to up your NIL from your collective? Yeah. For this That's guy, what it's going to be. It's going to be wild. Uh, we're going to end up paying a cool five-star quarterback $1 million. To yeah. come to we're going to have to raise that money up. Using up all your collective. Yeah. Uh, Willie Dizzle says, chicken livers or chicken gizzards? I would say gizzards. Um, I haven't. I don't think I've had much of either. You need to have those. They're good. I thought, well, I've had livers. Okay. It was okay. Okay. Uh, also from Willie, how many MSU baseball national titles would you trade for one football title? All of them. Mississippi State baseball could never win a national title, ever, if it meant football was going to get one. Well, and here's the thing about I mean, the baseball program will still be really good. Yeah. You won't have the national championship, but you'll still be really good. Football. You've got a national title. Yeah, that, that carries a lot yeah. of weight. Yeah. Uh, here, Rob Montgomery. On my way to work in Memphis today, I was listening to y'all talk about A&M when I passed by a gas station at three seventy nine a gallon for regular. Is this evidence the oil people are gearing up for a disappointing 7-5 and five season without the fire Jimbo? They're getting ready. 
It begins. There we go. Uh, Patton Paris asks, I took our animal to the vet the other day. My wife made fun of me for due to writing K9 in terms, he wrote capital K number nine in the species section versus K9, the word K9. Have either of you ever done something your spouse has made fun of? Yeah. Literally every day of my life. What what kind of marriage are you in that that's not happening every day? Brian gets made fun of daily. My he wife is, the, is the, the biggest court, ball breaker in the world. He's the court jester of the she, hey she kills house. me on a daily basis. What, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, lucky you, Patton. Uh, Josh Watson asks us, what if John Cohen is actually pulling the best troll job in history on Auburn, hiring Freeze and Foxhall in the same year? Then right before the season, he dips out, and as he leaves, he whispers, this is for Cam. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not happening. It's, it's just like all all this has been a ruse. He's just trying to infiltrate yeah. Auburn to get back for that one instance. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, the Mangum Cafe. Rank these Usher songs. Nice and slow. You got it bad. Burn. And yeah, Mangum Cafe is a guy who's, li- who's I know he's listened to the podcast for a long time, uh, has followed me on Twitter for a long time, and had the audacity to think I was an Usher fan. And like that, I know what any of these songs are. I know, yeah. You got it bad. Yeah. Go ahead. Nice and slow burn. Is that correct? I don't know. All right. I do like You Got It Bad. I have never heard. Uh, yeah is the only one I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody's heard that. You can't, you can't get away from that at games. But like, what makes you think that I listen to Usher? Uh, he like, thought you were a man of culture. I'm not. Uh, what would your Mississippi State tattoo be? <laughs> I would just get Steve Robertson's face on my hand. <laughs> just turn the tables on him. <laughs> like, what are you going to do now? <laughs> like, my fingers just be his dreads. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. <laughs> you got one? <laughs> Robbie's going to get David Murray on his ears. <laughs> uh, last I don't one. know. Just tattoo the hump on my back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get state script across my chest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what would be the ultimate Popeye's breakfast? Well, first off, Popeye's doesn't serve breakfast here in Starkville. Uh, I guess a chicken biscuit. What else can I have there? Yeah. What do they serve? I mean, I don't think they're serving chicken and waffles at uh, at the Popeyes. Yeah, it would be. It would probably be a chicken biscuit. Would you? How? How about a if Popeye, chicken and waffles? What if Popeyes did a chicken waffle sandwich? Like two waffles, chicken in the middle. Be smart. There's a little syrup and butter on there. It'd be really smart. That's good. <sighs> All right, Cameron Worm wants our optimal Startville game weekend food lineup, starting with dinner Friday night and ending Sunday with lunch. So hold on, that's one. Two, three, four, five. That's six meals. What? What do you want? I don't know. Two brothers Friday night. Starville Cafe Saturday morning for breakfast. Just got to stand in line for a while. Uh, or if you want to make your own breakfast, some. yeah, that's yeah, just as good. Um, lunch at the camp house. That's a good game day spot. You can walk to the or or maybe a. Uh, if Boardtown would open back up, I think they're about to open back up. They they tweeted something about that. Yeah, I think it's. I think but I'm it's going two or three weeks. Bulldog Burger. I want to be close to the stadium where I can walk. Yeah. Dinner at Restaurant Tyler. No, no, no. 
we're going to go to Tyler for brunch on Sunday. Yes. So we're only doing brunch. We're not getting breakfast and lunch on Sunday. We're just getting brunch. So dinner Friday night, maybe Commodore Bob's. That's a good choice. Yep. That's a place where if you uh, if your chair breaks underneath you, they'll give you half off your meal. That's happened to you before? Yes. Okay. Happened to me on my anniversary. Did I ever tell you this story? I think you did. Where just sit, I sat down in the chair, and immediately I was like, oh. Started giving way. I could hear it creaking, and I was like, oh, that's not good. And Jennifer looks at me, and she goes, do you want to switch? Because she was on a booth. Mm-hmm. I was like, I think I'm okay. And about five minutes went by, and I heard a crack, and I was like, oh. here. And I said, I said, here I go. <laughs> and I hit the ground. And like the, everybody's like, See ya. you just hear that constant. <gasps> and I just, you know, I'm secure enough in my fatness that I was just, I got up. I was like, I'm all right. I'm all right. We're okay. No problems. And they, they were, the, the staff was mortified and they were like, we're going to give you half off your dinner. And I was like, that was very nice of you. I didn't Should've ask been for like, it. You know, my, my, my back, back my neck and my back. I might need to talk to my uh, representative, yeah. Mr. Jonathan Sokoloff. <laughs> oh, emotional damages. Uh, Eli Sykes, I played some pickup basketball earlier this week with some buddies. The guy I was guarding scored on me at will all day. Came to find out it was MSU basketball star Charles Rhodes. That had to suck. He had to be killing you. Eli, how tall are you? Hold on. Let me, there's a picture of Eli here. You can't really tell. Eli, he's 6'8". How, why were we, how did you draw the short straw there, man? Anyway, have you guys ever run into Just someone... teabagging him, dunking uh, on him. It had to be awful. Have you guys ever run into someone you didn't know was famous until after the fact? Uh, I can't think anybody like that. Or I'm just like, oh, that was so-and-so? I've never, I don't know about that. You got one? Uh, no. I don't think so off the top of my head. I'm, I mean, unless it was somebody I just had no clue I was around. Right. And um, then you find out, you're like, wait a minute, that was that person? Yeah. yeah. I, but I don't have one like that. Eli, that's a great story. I, I want Eli, please t- tweet at me and let me know how tall you actually are. Because I want to picture that matchup in my head of oh Charles Rhodes 6'8 against this 5'11 guy. Uh, last one from Cameron McGee. So the theme today, when Texas A&M inevitably goes 7-5 and five this year and fires Jimbo, wouldn't you think Bjork is can too? If so, which elite AD job will he magically fall up to? USC, Texas, Michigan? Isn't USC open? Um, they're, they're, they fired their guy. I'm not sure. I think that's they're open. So, they're so, like... Imagine if he went from A&M to Texas. They took over Chris Del Conte. Yeah. Oh. That being said, I don't know that Bork, Bjork would be canned. Although he did extend him, he did not hire him. Right. Now, Woodard hired him, who's at LSU now. So I don't know. I don't know. All right. Good addition to the Rumleys today. We had some fun questions in there. All right, tomorrow's show. Quick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what. You know what? Never mind. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow's show, opponent preview is South Carolina. My handsome young son, Ben Portnoy from the state, will join us uh, for that one. Uh, plus, we'll talk some more MSU football camp opening up uh, this week. We will go over the practice schedule, let you guys know what you can expect in terms of coverage and things like that on tomorrow's podcast. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.